Ed Husey, good morning to you, Ed. Morning. How are you? Uh, I'm all right, thank you. I, I get a little sick and tired of anti-vaxxers ringing the program talk and, and others about climate change, all the rest of it, talking about overseas studies over in the United States, over in the United Kingdom, they're doing this. I don't care. <laughs> I, look, I really don't. I just want Australia for Australians. And when it suits their arguments, they'll, you know, they'll throw in overseas studies. Uh, you know, we're very different here in Australia. We're an island continent. We need to ensure that our economy gets ticking along and a very tiny minority of people are against getting vaccinated. They will have to, unfortunately, deal with the consequences of those decisions. Uh, and they already are. Uh, you know, if we're... People say the double vaccinations and needing a vaccine passport is divisive. Well, I don't think so. Not when 90% of people have had one dose in New South Wales and, you know, nearly 73% have had both. I think people are getting on with it. One, you, you pointed rightly to the uh, vaccine rates. You know, I mean, it was at one point suggested in my part of the world that the reason people weren't getting vaccinated was because they were hesitant and that was garbage. It was supply was an issue and once... That was there. You saw vax rates go through the roof. That's one. And two, this Monday, like just for example, with everything opening up in New South Wales on Monday, if you tried to go onto MyGov to get your vax certificate, as many Australians did, they found it took ages for that to happen because the system was overwhelmed. So people, in terms of a, it's not entirely a vax passport, but people get that they want to be able to have on their phones proof of vaccination and be yeah. able to do that through MyGov. They're doing it in droves. So I think... You know, the, the world will turn, life will go on, people will do this and people will adjust, um, and, and it's just a matter of how quickly that happens. Well, that's right. Uh, look, and I think I was out and about yesterday. I didn't see it. I know there have been one or two instances, but I didn't see anybody arcing up about um, having to show their vaccination records. Uh, and these, there's been one or two people jumping up and down saying, you have no right and this, that and the other, but businesses can operate their business however they like. So you have no right to abuse a, you know, just a young lady who's making coffees behind the counter in Tempe simply because you believe your your human rights are being trampled on because you have to show vaccination uh, records that protects not only yourself, but the person serving the coffee and everybody else in the joint. Marcus, I took the view early on when the talk of vaccines coming was growing and that the TGA would be likely to approve them. And I did have people approach me in my area raising their concerns. I never, you know, there are some people that are adamant they won't take them and they're part of that anti-vax club that you mentioned earlier. There are others that just want to test that everything will be hunky-dory and safe for them. I've made the same sort of points to them when they've said, well, I don't want to put this vaccine in my body. And I said, look, I respect that you're going to make that decision based on what's best for you. But understand, too, these businesses behind us, because normally these combos that happen in shopping centres, I said they've got a duty of care to their employees yep. and they also want to look after their customers. So if they make a rule for them, like, I'm going to respect that rule and I think you should too. Well, the other and issue... you've got to walk people through... Yeah. I, I do think you need to walk people through a lot of this stuff, but the mm. question that comes down to what you, you and I touched on a few moments ago about how quickly that happens, that how, how quickly that light goes on in people's minds and how quickly we all 
adjust to this. Well, the other issue, of course, is that uh, businesses that don't comply uh, run the risk of either, mm. you know, being named and shamed by Ray Hadley or facing a massive fine from New South Wales Police or, or the Health uh, Department, and they don't want that's that. That's right. So just... And the other thing is too, mate, I've seen heaps of businesses in my area have to shut because someone's been exposed. Yeah. yeah in my area, and some of these businesses give starts to young people, they give them jobs, uh, their families depend on that income coming in, and when the mm. business shuts down because of that, it has a ripple effect to within communities. So people understand why they need to get on board with this stuff and, and get moving. And I think that's been the big, apart from people doing the right thing, I think the big reason Marcus people got vaccinated quickly, they need to work, mate. Of <laughs> they course. Need money. They need Absolutely. to survive. And they know that this is the pathway out. Well, that's right. And once we reach 80%, which we're not too far away from, um, you know, on a national scale, uh, you know, you'll start to see those emergency payments uh, that are provided by the federal government tapering off and people can't live on welfare forever. Look, nearly yeah. 60%. So if I may say, sorry, yeah. Marcus, if I may say, that rate again, and again, you and I have talked about this, so I apologise in advance for sounding mm. like a broken record. Right. This is not a uniform rate of vaccination in terms of double dose though. There are communities like in mine where that rate has been slower for double dose simply because the first dose took ages to hit. Oh, of course. And and so there is a bit of catch up going on Mm. in some parts of the city. And I remain concerned that the support won't be there. I was talking with a GP last week, for example, about the number of people in our area, 7,000, nearly 7,000 who call COVID unvaccinated. Yeah, and the risk of long COVID, that is people showing signs or the after effects of it, about 5% of those uh, will will show that roughly is what the research is showing at this point in time. Mm. And they've got to be looked after and the resources need to be there. And the PM can't describe it as shakedown politics because states want better support to look after needs that weren't predicted before the pandemic really showed us how life could change. Yep. Well, that's what happens when you make promises and broad statements and, and get in front mm-hmm. of the camera and uh, just do it all for show w- without no backup plan. Nearly mm-hmm. 60% of people who have died during the New South Wales Delta wave lived in the southwestern or mm-hmm. western Sydney local health districts, according to data that further underlines a deadly divide in Australia's experience of the pandemic. Uh, I mean, some analysis by Guardian has already found areas of Sydney and Melbourne with higher levels of socio-economic disadvantage have recorded a disproportionate number of cases during the Delta outbreak. I mean, that must be concerning for you, of course. Your heartland is Western Sydney. Absolutely. And that, that uh, you know, and it was also found that at key stages of the outbreaks, many of these areas that um, had rates of vaccination lower than city average uh, you know, it took ages for the authorities to boost access for those communities, which is what I was going on about, uh, again, uh, through the course of this, this latest outbreak, that they needed to be able to move quickly to provide resources on the ground in communities in need. And the thing that really gets me is that uh, this was predicted. Like, it wasn't like this was out of the blue in the sense of we needed to find ways to get this stuff distributed on the ground in terms of vaccines. But it should have been done. It was being called for. It wasn't happening. And that's what gets me that people in areas in the West and Southwest, their families paid a terrible price in when they caught COVID. 